Hello and welcome to Virago Voices podcast. This is episode two of Virago Health. This podcast is all about women's empowerment and Virago Health is a means of empowering women to take control of their own health by providing them with the knowledge that they require to do so. If you're just joining us for this podcast, my name is Victoria and I'm a, currently a junior doctor. This is the second podcast of a five-part series on contraception. Last week, we talked about what contraception is and how it works. If you haven't already listened, I definitely advise listening to episode one, as it's only nine minutes long, before listening to this podcast, as the terms etc. will make more sense. I've also posted two helpful diagrams on the Virago Voices Instagram page, at Virago under slash voices, which labels the female reproductive system, and another which outlines the way in which contraception acts. So remember to refer to these if you need any help with terms throughout the podcast series. Or you can always drop me a DM. The feedback I got from last week's podcast was overwhelmingly positive and I'm really pleased that so many of my listeners appreciated and engaged with the podcast. Feel free to send me a DM with any comments, any feedback or any questions I can answer or share on next week's episode. So as I said, last week we covered an introduction to contraception. This week we're going to cover the coil and the toils. Just kidding. In this episode, I will give you an outline of what the coil is, how it works, and how it is fitted. I'd also like to take this opportunity to say that all of this information is from the Faculty of Sexual and Reproductive Health and is evidence-based. I am a doctor, however, I cannot give you medical advice. For this, you must consult your own GP. So, the coils. Firstly, they aren't actually coiled in shape, they're actually T-shaped. These small T-shaped devices sit in the womb. Therefore, they are called intra-in-uterine womb devices, or IUD as some of you may know it. The T-shape means that it nestles nicely into the uterus's own shape, which you can see from the diagrams I've posted. I'll also post a diagram of a coil in a uterus later today. So the coil sits in the womb, therefore it obstructs the making of the comfy bed that the uterus creates every month. Just like if you were trying to make your bed but someone was rudely sitting in it. Therefore the fertilised egg cannot implant as it is no comfy bed to snuggle into and grow. It additionally can mean no bleeding each month as the comfy bed is what's shed each month but this is subject to the type of coil that you have and we'll talk about this later. So with regards to the coil, there are two main types, hormonal and non-hormonal. Both are T-shaped, although there is a brand which complicates things, which is actually not T-shaped, it's straight, just a disclaimer, but most are actually T-shaped. Therefore, they, both the hormonal and non-hormonal both act by the mechanism of disrupt, the disruption of making the comfy bed. The commonest brand of hormonal coil is the Marina. And non-hormonal can also be referred to as the copper coil. So we have hormonal or marina and the copper coil, non-hormonal. Is everyone following so far? I hope so. So I'll begin with the, the hormonal coil. The hormonal coil is impregnated 
sorry for the terrible joke, with a hormone called progesterone. This is the hormone responsible for thickening the cervical mucus to stop sperm getting in, and it can also stop your ovaries from making eggs, and can stop the womb from making its comfy bed. So the three mechanisms that we talked about last week. The easiest way to think of the hormone progesterone is that it tries to prevent pregnancy. Normally in the body, high levels of progesterone happen during pregnancy, as it's the body's way of not getting pregnant again whilst already pregnant. How incredible is the female body? So the three ways the contraception works that we talked about last week and that you can find in the diagram on my Instagram page, the hormonal coil uses all three mechanisms. There are many different brands of hormonal coil and I'm going to try to not get into them. You may have heard of Myrena and Kylina. They're the two most common. Myrena is slightly bigger and has more hormone. Therefore, it's licensed for both contraception, but also treats heavy period bleeding, which is called menorrhagia. Meno meaning monthly bleeding and rhagia meaning profuse. So menorrhagia is profuse monthly bleeding. And the Myrena can stop that confusing there's a lot of m's there um so marina has two purposes that it's licensed for the kylina then is slightly smaller and has less hormone therefore it's only licensed as contraception and not licensed to treat menorrhagia or the heavy monthly bleeding treating heavy monthly bleeding is one of the alternative effects that i discussed last week and if you want to discuss that further i'd recommend going to speak to your gp So moving on, non-hormonal. The non-hormonal coil is called the copper coil and it is crafty in design. Copper is toxic to sperm, interestingly. Therefore, the primary mechanism of the copper coil is to kill sperm by releasing copper. This means that when the sperm enters the womb, it gets killed by the the toxic copper, meaning that the sperm can't reach the egg and therefore no fertilisation. However, if a sperm does manage to survive the toxicity of the copper, wow, the copper coil's second line is to prevent implantation of a fertilised embryo or egg into the womb, as it obstructs the womb. Like we said before, the T-shaped device obstructs the womb making the comfy bed. So it stops the fertilised egg climbing into the cosy bed. The copper coil does not contain any hormone, so therefore it does not stop you producing eggs and does not um, thicken the cervical mucus. Okay, so we've covered the types of coil and how they work. We move on now to insertion of the coil. The coils are inserted by a device by a trained healthcare professional. They can be fitted in any time during your menstrual cycle. However, consult the healthcare professional who's fitting your coil Um, with regards to the requirement for barrier methods post-insertion because dependent on where you are in your cycle you may not be immediately protected from pregnancy by the coil. So how they insert them. A speculum is inserted and if anyone's had their smear you'll have had a speculum. Speculum is a duck beak um, type device which holds the vagina open so the healthcare professional can see the cervix. This is the same as getting your smear. The device is then inserted through the vagina in the middle of the speculum and into the cervix. The 
The device then deploys the coil into through the cervix and into the uterus, and it sits comfortably there. The threads attached to the coil then come out through the cervix, and then you may be able to feel them if you insert your fingers deeply enough into the vaginal canal. Some people do report being able to feel them during pendive sex, but this should not cause an issue. If you can't feel your threads or are worried, visit your GP. It's advised that post-insertion of the coil, you check the threads two to three times in the first month, then sporadically thereafter to to ensure that the coil is still in the correct position. I stress that if the coil is not in the correct position, it may not be effective, so you need to make sure that the threads are present. The insertion process may be slightly painful, but should not be unbearable. You can stop the healthcare professional who's fitting your coil at any time if you feel the pain is unbearable. The coil can then be removed at any time by a healthcare professional and will be via a similar process with the speculum or the duck beak into the vagina and then a gentle tug of the threads. So pros and cons of the coils. Pros, it's 99% effective when inserted correctly, can lighten your monthly bleeds and fertility returns immediately post-removal. It can be used in women who have contraindications to the combined pill it lasts for three to five years, depending on the brand. They're also referred to as fit and forget, as you can put them in and forget about them for three to five years. It's also not affected by any other medications, but if you're worried about your contraceptive pill affecting your regular meds, speak to your GP. Cons. So the kind of downside of the of the coil is that it doesn't protect you against STIs so you must use barrier methods to produce to produce to prevent STIs there is also a small risk of infection or expulsion of the coil so expulsion as in your uterus contracting and pushing the coil out and you must consult a medical professional if you think either of these have occurred so I hope this episode has covered all your kind of concerns and questions and queries about the coil and has allowed you to make a balanced decision about whether you want the coil or not um again this podcast series as i said before is all about giving you the knowledge and to empower you to have these conversations with your friends or medical professionals about what method of contraception you'd like to use if you want to use one so next week i have such a big treat for all my listeners next week i will be not speaking well speaking but not for too much so you won't have to listen to my dulcet slash annoying tones as I'll be joined with a medical student called Rhiannon from the University of Southampton and she's going to speak to you about the implant here we'll be covering what the implant is how it's inserted and how it acts it's going to be so much fun so please stay tuned if you've got any mean any questions in the meantime about anything that this episode has covered please dm the instagram or tag us in your stories i will endeavor to answer your questions on the next episode before rhiannon speaks to you about the implant if you've liked this episode please let me know and share it with your friends and please subscribe to variety voices on spotify or apple music or however you listen to your podcasts Thank you for listening and see you next week.